We are nearly two weeks into the MLB season, and we have seen the first home run of the season come off the bat of Miguel Cabrera in a rare flurry of snow on opening day. A no-hitter on the part of Joe Musgrove of the San Diego Padres. A one-of-a-kind performance on Sunday Night Baseball from Shohei Otani. And the lesser-known but noteworthy stolen base record broken by the speediest man in MLB. The start of the season is like Christmas to some of us, and there are a lot of presents under the trees this year. In today's episode, I will touch on Mike Trout's early case as one of the greatest players of all time, and we will examine the two-way phenom that is Shohei Otani. Since his debut in 2011, at the ripe age of just 19 years old, Mike Trout has spent a majority of his career as one of the best players in MLB. In many sports, the question of who is the best player is cause for a heated debate. But in baseball, this argument is heavily aided by analytics, and the analytics say that Mike Trout is one of the best, if not the best, in flashing neon lights. Trout's career stats seem like an error. They are in some ways too good to be true. Today we will be talking about the stats that are entirely true. I promise. The main stat that is used to reference a player's overall worth in relation to his team and the overall league is called WAR or wins above replacement. Chances are you've seen or heard of it before, but it's just about the most complicated stat there is, and rather than dissecting how it is calculated, it would be more beneficial to just explain what it calculates. What it does is very simple. It measures a player's value or worth in relation to what is referred to as a replacement level player, meaning a player that would be readily available to replace that player in the minor leagues or even on the active roster. This is calculated by taking into account offense, defense, base running, and all other facets of the game. But one of the unique aspects to war is that it also accounts for a player's position and how he stacks up in comparison to the league. After all, if you can be easily replaced, you're not as valuable, and vice versa. It may come as a surprise to you, but Mike Trout is simply not replaceable. There are an overwhelming amount of talented baseball players on this planet, but I am 100% confident in saying that only a handful have the talent to even mirror any three-year stretch of Trout's career in just a single season. Comparing players is a lot easier in baseball due to the concept of plus stats. As we discussed OPS in the last episode, its counterpart, OPS plus, is what is used to more accurately rank the player among all other batters in that given year. Now how does it work? Plus stats work using an average of all players OPS or the stat that you're comparing and adjust them for park factors, which are adjustments for home runs because of the different dimensions of different ballparks in MLB. That's right, we're looking at you Coors Field. OPS plus measures the adjusted OPS into an average which is 100. A player that has an OPS plus that is 50% higher then this average has an OPS plus of 150. And a player that has an OPS plus that is 30% lower than league average would have an OPS plus of 70. Well, why do I bring this up in the middle of a rant about Mike Trout? Well, Mike Trout has led the league in OPS plus for six of the last nine seasons of his career. Most notably with the streak where he led the league in OPS plus from 2015 to 2019. This streak only ended in the shortened 2020 season. 
Baseball is a sport where you don't question greatness a lot. You learn to witness and admire it because there isn't a guarantee that one player will be able to hit that peak again. There are a lot of one-hit wonders in MLB history, but Mike Trout consistently dominates at the highest level. He has led the league in just about every hitting stat at least once, and in many cases multiple times. On Baseball Reference, when a player leads the league in a statistical category during the season, the stat line is bolded, and Mike Trout's stats have quite a lot of bold. The main stats that are relevant when discussing greatness as it pertains to position players are war and OPS plus, and these stats, given their adjustment for different eras of the game and greatness within their competition, allow us to draw comparisons among eras. Trout is just 29 years old, and it wouldn't be fair statistically to weigh in his stats from last year given the average season in 2020. We will be comparing his stats through his age 27 season using war and OPS plus to give us an idea of the baseball grades that he has already associated himself with. Through his age 27 season, Mike Trout has an OPS plus of 176, meaning that on average, he was 76% better than the average hitter through his age 27 season. And he has amassed 72.8 war. Just to make it fair in terms of sample size for OPS Plus, we will limit it to players with at least 1,000 plate appearances. The list of hitters with an OPS Plus of 175 or greater through their age 27 season is limited to just this list. Babe Ruth, Ted Williams, Frank Thomas, Lou Gehrig, Jimmy Fox, and Mike Trout. This is just a gentle reminder that OPS only factors in the bat of a player. And Mike Trout is both an exceptional base runner and great fielder at one of the most defensively demanding and hard to replace positions in the game, center field. By just factoring in his bat, he puts himself in the company of the best hitters this game has ever seen. Now, let's talk about Mike Trout's war, which stands at a resounding 72.8. At age 27, Mike Trout has three 10-war seasons. There are only five other players that have achieved such a feat. Barry Bonds, Mickey Mantle, Ted Williams, and Ty Cobb have achieved this feat only once or twice. Rogers Hornsby and Willie Mays have done this a total of six times. And the great outlier, Babe Ruth, has achieved this nine times. But this is a special case considering his ability as both a pitcher and a hitter. These feats are astounding, but let's remember that we are discussing the greatest player of all time, not the greatest stretch of all time. Through their age 27 season, here is a list of players with at least 60 war. Ty Cobb, Mickey Mantle, Rogers Hornsby, Alex Rodriguez, Jimmy Fox, and Mel Ott. Just a quick reminder that Mike Trout has 72.8 war and is also the only player with 70 or more war before turning 28. To put it simply, when you factor in his offense, defense, and base running, we have never seen a player as good as Mike Trout from a pure statistical standpoint. I understand that the dialogue of the greatest player of all time is complicated. While stats can get us very close to comparing players, they will never be a true way to know or even get the public to agree on the best player of all time. But the discussion is what most fans crave.
there are certain benchmarks that a player is supposed to hit in order to put him in the conversation for GOAT status. Of course, I'm referring to the greatest of all time. While not entirely agreed upon, they are generally used as a gatekeeper for discussion. These stats are 3,000 hits, 500 home runs, 500 doubles, 1,500 RBI, and 1,500 runs. In Trout's case, some of these are limited. For instance, hits are hard to come by for Trout as he generally gets walked at least once a night, which is great for his OPS plus, but bad for his hit and home run totals. Using basic predictors, we can reasonably see him reaching 500 home runs. Trout currently has 305. We can see him reaching 1500 RBI. He currently has 804. And we can see him hitting 1500 runs as he currently has 952. In addition, we could also see him hitting 500 doubles. He currently has 263. However, these are all subject to algorithms and formulas that will predict his performance. What's even better is that Trout isn't only not declining, he is also not plateauing. Although he is among the greatest in the game, if not the greatest, he's actually getting better in many stats, like OPS plus and slugging percentage, which have seen these trends on the rise in the past few seasons. We probably won't see him reach 3,000 hits with estimates at around 2,300, but it's fair to say that Mike Trout will one day hang up his cleats and be in the annals of baseball greatness, but his route towards being the best is more than plausible. Now it is time for today's trivia question. Just recently, a player broke the record for consecutive stolen bases to start a player's career with 28 stolen bases in a row, surpassing Hall of Famer Tim Raines, who had 27. As a result, his cleats are headed to Cooperstown. Who is this player? Now I want to talk about why the two best players in baseball, or even on the planet, might be in Anaheim. With a lot of momentum moving towards the universal DH being accepted by both leagues, we may not see a player pitch and hit in the same game ever again after this season. I can understand the argument for both sides. While Shohei Otani plays in the American League, we still marvel at his ability to hit and pitch in the same week. It is worth noting that Michael Lorenzen of the Cincinnati Reds has this ability too, but with Shohei Otani, it is truly something special. In Otani's first start of the season against the Chicago White Sox, the Angels deferred the DH and opted for Otani to hit. This has only been done three times in the past 45 years, when a designated hitter was available to hit. And even more notably, Otani hit second. This has only been done once before, when Jack Dunleavy did it for the St. Louis Cardinals in 1903. Yeah, that's correct. Nearly 118 years ago. That's the last time this happened. What makes this storyline even more fascinating is that Angel skipper Joe Madden emphasized that Otani insisted that he hit. The skill required to both hit and pitch is enough to warrant plenty of praise, but what Otani did that night was almost unheard of. While it was only a couple games into the season, Otani threw the fastest pitch of the season at the time at a blistering 100.6 miles per hour and had the hardest hit home run of the season with a towering 451 foot home run that was hit at 115 miles per hour. 
which was also the fastest hit of the season at the time. Each feat is an accomplishment in and of its own, but to do both in the same night is somewhat inconceivable. As I'm finalizing the script, I had to make an edit because Shohei Otani hit a 119 mile per hour double on Monday night. For reference, there are only four other players to have recorded a hit at 119 miles per hour or greater since the StatCast era began in 2015. The two-way star in Shohei Otani has been hampered by injuries since his 2018 Rookie of the Year season. It goes without saying that every fan is rooting for the best two-way player since Babe Ruth to give us a full season of his unrivaled prowess. Lucky for us, he's already off to a great start this season. The answer to today's trivia question is Tim LoCastro of the Arizona Diamondbacks. Tim's cleats are headed to the Hall of Fame after he stole his 28th consecutive base against the Cincinnati Reds. He is a perfect 100%, 28 for 28, in stolen bases to start his career. He got to keep second base, but like the true gentleman he is, he gave it to his mother after the game. I would like to thank you so much for listening. Today's episode was so much fun to put together, and I demand that you go out and watch some Angels baseball games, because you truly get an opportunity to witness greatness from both Trout and Otani. This is even coming from a Dodgers fan. If you liked today's episode, please go ahead and give me a like to let me know, and if you'd be so kind, share this with a baseball buddy of your own. In the next episode, I will dive deep into why today's pitching might be greater than we've ever seen before, and how pitchers have utilized analytics to strengthen their arsenal on the mound. Thanks for listening, and play ball!